Hi there, I'm Eleanor and welcome to the Click and Go Travel Podcast. Each week we're covering a new destination across Sun City Cruise, USA Worldwide and Camping Holidays, talking to a clicky or industry expert and giving you some top travel tips. We hope you all had a lovely Christmas day and are ready to sit back and listen to this week's podcast as we're going to be talking about all things family holidays with Stephen and Alan. And we have a very special interviewee. In our resort report, we're talking about the biggest holiday booked post-Christmas. It's family holidays. There's not too much I can say to introduce family holidays. They're something most of us have experienced in some shape or form. They give us something to look forward to throughout the grey months of January and February. The top destinations for family holidays, just to name a few, are the Algarve, Lanzarote, Costa del Sol, Salou and, of course, camping holidays. Instead of talking through the destinations like we usually do on the resort report, we're going to talk through the best places for families to stay in each of the destinations. To talk all things family holidays, all things family holidays, we have our experts, Stephen and Alan. If you're not familiar with them, they talked us through Seville and camping holidays. Stephen's favourite family holiday destination would be a camping holiday, and Alan's would be either the Algarve or Tenerife. Combined, they have around 65 years of travel experience and can talk at length about <laughs> any of the destinations we're about to cover. So guys, family holidays. Yeah, today we're just going to talk about um, particularly... European summer sun mm-hmm. family holidays because obviously there are cruise holidays there's worldwide you know there's there's loads of different types of family holidays but on this particular episode we're just going to talk European summer sun so <clears throat> we're going to cover uh, Lanzarote the Algarve Costa del Sol and Salou and we're going to pick pr- what we would consider um, the best family complexes mm. in, in all those resorts now um, there are other properties but these will be um our probably best-selling or most popular um, that people go, repeat and go back year after year. Mm. So we'll start off with Lanzarote. Um, the first one we're going to talk about is the Sands Beach Resort in Costa de Gizé. Um, both myself and Alan would know that one very well. Yeah, yeah. When you've Lanzarote is very, very popular on the Irish uh, market. Um, <coughs> you have three main resorts there. You have Puerto del Carmen, then Costa de Gizé and Playa Blanca. So the second largest, um, Costa de Gizé, and that's where the... First one we're looking at mm. is the Sands Beach Resort. Yeah, the Sands Beach has everything from studio apartments to hold two people up to uh, they've got one beds, they've got one bed superiors, they've got two beds, they've got two. But what's great about the Sands Beach? It's right as it says, it's right on its own little um, beach, little lagoon, there, a little lagoon, lagoon, yeah. and they have there's beachfront apartments, mm. and they're, these are really nice. There, there's one beds and two beds superior. Beachfront. Everyone they, loves a nice beach view out their li- window in the morning. You can literally just walk. There's a, a small wall separating, mm. so families need not worry that it's directly under. You know, there's obviously security gates and things like that. Mm. Um, but you're right on their own little private lagoon. It's Very not. Nice. It's not a beach that anyone else there can access. Only the people for, that are staying in the sands if beach. You can be sitting. On, you can be sitting on the patio and uh, in your apartment while the children are yeah. sitting on the beach and are playing with sandcastles or, or in the water. Ten metres away. Yeah. <laughs> literally yeah. ten metres away. And but you know it's nice and secure then because. There. 100%. It's only people within Sands it's Beach that, that are complex, using it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So um, in the in the centre of that lagoon, and um, so you've got the beach, you've got this, the lagoon. Just I think it's called the Mai Tai 
um, restaurant little restaurant there's yeah. a bridge across was, and there's a children's pool and everything there and they have a little activities and that goes on yeah it's sort of the sandwich is in, in different blocks it's like I think there's about seven or eight different uh, U-shaped blocks yeah mm. so they have different apartments and it, at the centre of each of those U-shaped blocks they've got a pool area so there's, there's loads of different little pool areas yeah I think there's like seven adult yeah. pools seven kids mm. pools they've also and got a main pool or two one big pool that kind of is all roped off to it's kind of a min- Olympic size yeah well, they've got lanes for, it's yeah. a swim it's a, like a, you know, I know it's a swim pool, pool but it's, it's a proper swimming lane pool mm. where uh, people that want to do their lengths can, yeah. can, can do that so it's great there's tennis courts there's a kids club there's entertainment during the day there's entertainment at night time so it is your very stereotypical um, resort but we it's a four star we get people that go back year after year after year uh, Brian in our sales team he's been twice, twice yeah. and yeah. loved it and Brian, Brian would be fairly fussy now. Brian, would, you know, <laughs> he would, he wouldn't be the, the easiest person to please in the point of view. He wouldn't make do. He'd have no, no. He'd have no. He'd have good standards. Yeah. And he went down the first year and then went back. We were all surprised. And going, going back again, he's, he must have really loved it. But Brian speaks so highly about the place. So, mm. so again, you know, he's in the sales team. If anyone wants any specific information about the Sands Beach, mm. uh, ring him. There, you know, restaurants. You're, you're about five to ten minutes walk to the centre of Costa de Gizeh. Um, there's a couple of restaurants on the way. There's one called Bohemia, is really good for steaks. And there's another one, El Patio, is sort of cheap and cheerful, but it's good. It's right on the square. And then there's a great pizza place close by as well. Um, nice. There's another one, Captain Hooks. I think the, the bar is called Hooks, and they do drinks. And so they're all family orientated, like the mm-hmm. whole of Costa de Guise. And if, family as you know, we were mentioning Complex has a little lagoon uh, with a little beach, but you've also right beside the the main beach. The way it works is they have actually they take the tidal water in yeah. and create the lagoon that way. So the actual the main beach mm. is just on the other side of ah, the wall, okay. so to speak. So people want to go to the main beach. It's only a, a short walk away yeah. as well. But Costa de Guise is really family orientated, mm. like hugely, hugely family orientated. And you're about twenty minutes as well from Puerto del Carmen. If you're over there on holidays yeah. in these relatively resorts, you can hop on the bus. To take a day Explore trip in the and see what awesome. uh, Puerto Del Carmen is yeah. like. Maybe you want to go back and change a resort. And the same on That's that, Al. It's only it's like it's twenty minutes transfer from yeah. the airport. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you know, there's no while it might be four and a half hour flight to Lanzarote. You're only 20 minutes from the airport. So yeah. that, that's, that's another So you're huge quickly into your accommodation yeah. from the airport yeah. after so, a long so, flight. So that's, that's a Sands Beach. Really, really good po- complex. Loads of Irish. Um, it and looks fantastic. V- it's really, really good. It is really good. The next one we're going to talk about is the Costa Sal. That's down in Madagorda. It's right? the... Well, the resort, as we know, has been Puerto del Carmen. Puerto del Carmen is about a four-kilometre stretch. Mm. And that is the kind of sub-zone. So you have kind of the old town, Puerto del Carmen. Then... Um, you come further along the beach, you come to another another beach. Your first beach is Playa Grande. That's down near the old town. And as you kind of about two kilometres in along the promenade, you come to another beach, kind of a semi-circular beach called Playa Poquilas. Okay. And then just beyond that, you have Matagorda. So it's Puerto del Carmen. It's a stretch divided into three sub-zones. So mm. the uh, Costa Sal is down at the far end of Matagorda, which we, we say the airport end, yeah. you know. So you have the airport one end and you've got the old town on the other end. But uh, the Costa Sal is a very very good um, seller with us it's actually very high spec it's a four star property mm. I stayed here for about five days with um, with family and um, it's everything is, is manicured like the management team there the Nothing to chance is very, very highly rated. And it's Irish owned clean. as well, isn't it? Uh, well, there's Irish, Irish managed, managed. an Irish, Irish manager, manager oh, okay. uh, yeah. management Irish in managed. that, you know. Uh, it's again, it's 
very popular on the Irish market. Huge. We'll go there and you have a lot of Irish people go there. Did I hear that it's one of the like few resorts you can get Irish channels on the TV? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Good research. That's right. Yeah, they, have, they have the Irish channels on the on the TV. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. So, and that's yeah. like... A home from home. Yeah, and Tato and, and um, Barry's Tea and all that. It's like, that's what it is. So go to oh, Lanzarote to sit and watch Fair City. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> you know, but you know something? That, get that your 6-1 news. If, if, you, if you look at all the, the complex, well, most of the complexes we're going to talk about today, uh, and the properties, they are all very Irish. You know, that's what that's what these an awful lot of these are. They're real Irish family holidays. Yeah, mm. and there's going to be loads of other Irish kids there. That's the big thing about family holidays. Al, me and you say it all the time yeah. when I was in sales, and you're still saying it. Mm. I hear you. Um, you know, kids, their entertainment, particularly 12, 13, kids. 14, exactly, is meeting other kids of their age. You know, a kids club would be no good to a 12, 13 year old. Yeah. It's yeah. really just when they meet other kids, they go off. They'd probably all sit in the corner on their iPhones. Not That's a good point to mention, Steve, because it's like that exactly, you know, when you know, you're selling and you say something, oh, you have a, 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 an eight-year-old and a 13, 14-year-old and it's, oh, there's, oh, there's a kids club. Oh, they wouldn't go into yeah. it. I says, don't worry, but the thing about it is there is the kids clubs will draw other families there, exactly. which means that if your kids clubs wouldn't go near it, that's fine. But there is other children mm. going to be there and they will meet their own paths and go off, particularly the, you know, 12 plus the teens were difficult to uh, entertain. But they'll find their own little area. They're on their little phones or, or whatever they're doing. Yeah. They meet their pals They'll f- uh, around the complexes. And I say a lot of these complexes, we know they're good and they're safe. So you don't mind young teens to, to well, wandering out of eyesight and that of you. You know, they are in, in some of the safe zones. Like, I mean, big apartment blocks that are just your standard, you watch. But a lot of these ones that we, we that we know are uh, safe and secure. Yeah, exactly. And, sure, and all, this all year, these properties. Oh, this year I went to the wedding of a girl I met when I was like eight on holidays. That and was she in, was from Scotland. In the Algarve, was it? In the Algarve, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you make friends as a child. But and that, like that, there's a lot of, a lot of these places mm. will be, as you mentioned earlier, repeat. And people, you know, like the old thing is, if it's not broken, you don't have to fix it. Yeah. And a lot of people say, well, why don't you see loads of different places every year? But if you're going down and you know what's going to happen, the minute you walk in that door and we were here last year, people kind of know you. Mm. Or, you know, they've seen a lot of people. They do kind of get to know who you are. Yeah. And immediately, it's home from home. You're yeah. walking. You are at ease that minute. You're not worrying about this. You're familiar with the resort. Like you go into the restaurants. They you know, know what to expect. Yeah. And that's the first thing. It's your peace of mind. Yeah. yeah, all these properties, like we haven't picked these properties to talk about today. The clients have booked these so much, mm. all you know, and these pick themselves because yeah. the, these are what people book year after year. So we're only filling people that haven't been on them in into them, you know, or maybe if some people have been to these ones in Lanzarote, the ones we're going to speak about in the other resorts, they're all similar, mm-hmm. they're all very, very good, and they're all hugely family oriented, and they're all well known on the Irish market. Like in, in the in the Costa Sal, they have uh, one beds, they have two beds, they have two bed bungalows and the two bed villas. So again it's like a it's like a complex. Um very close to the Costa Sal, there's a little shopping centre about five minutes walk away. And in there you've got the old triangle. Okay. Oh, yeah, lots of <laughs> bars and restaurants yeah. and everything. But then if you if you take a right and walk <clears> along the promenade and head into into Los Pachillos, in, in there you've got you've got a lot more uh, bars and restaurants in that walk, so it's a promenade yeah. that just goes all the and way. And promenade is four kilometres. Beautiful walk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, you know it's an easy, easy stroll, even with young children and a buggy or anything like that with babies. And that it's, 
it's easy accessible and everything. Yeah. You know. So that, so look, that's that's Lanzarote um, done. But I'm saying that, Stephen. I mean, yeah. I know we mentioned the sands of Kazakhstan. We have a lot of other accommodation down there. Yeah. And I mean, just by these stepping out, it's just the ones that seems that they're, they're more the popular ones. But you've other places, obviously, cost effective. With the cost to mar, mm. we get a huge amount of people there. It may not be high end as the other facility wise, but they're absolutely ideal for what people want in the budget. And there's lots of other choices there as well. Yeah. Yeah, so moving on to the Algarve, um, we're going to talk about two in the Algarve. The first one I holidayed in uh, last year, uh, 2017, um, and it was great. Now there wasn't loads of Irish here. There was mm-hmm. there was a, a few, um, but this this is called the Russia Bravo Resort. Very spread out. It's in Cavero in in the Algarve. Um, it's a real spread out resort. At the very centre of it, you've got the uh, the pool area, the tennis courts, the bar, the restaurant, um, the kids club, everything at the centre, but then it spreads out from there. And it's quite an Lovely expansive. Gardens, isn't it? Beautiful, beautiful, really yeah. well manicured, Alan. Yeah. Really well manicured. Um, they've got um, one beds. They've got one bed garden views. They've one bed sea views. They've two bed garden view, two bed sea. And then they've got the three bed villas sea views. Now we stayed in a one, two, two bed villa, sea view. Um, and oh, stunning. It was just, you know, just a tiny little garden connecting uh, to us so we could, you know, those little veranda areas. So we ate, most of the time, we actually ate in in the, the apartment or in the villa, as you want to call it. Um, but the, the O'Farrell restaurant at the pool area was great. Um, it's really, really relaxing. For, for families that want to have a quieter stay from the point of view of, you know, in the, the, the two-bed apartments because it's so spread out, but have a very central um, pool area, it, it can't be beaten. It's lovely, you know, it is it is high-end as well, and it's rather than being in your apartment block where you have that comfort yeah. of space, yes, you have the communal area where you can go and meet families, lie by the exactly. pool, or you're relaxed by your villa, by the gardens and that, you know, so it's a lovely, it's a mix of keeping everyone happy. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's about... It's about two to three kilometres from the centre of Cavero, but three times a day from the reception area up by the pool area, um, there's uh, a, a minibus goes, and the driver is very funny, a Portuguese lad, very funny, um, but it goes three times a day. It goes, I think, 10 o'clock in the morning, about one o'clock in the afternoon, and about five o'clock, and that comes back from the town. So you can, you know, you can about half five, you can come back from the town if you've gone down during the day. Um, but, it, you know, while it's three kilometres, there are bars and restaurants yeah. Really when you're walking down, yeah. right, right, literally right down. outside, right outside of the, of the, the reception area, there's one called the Roshamar. There's another one called the Jardim de Farall. As I said, Oh Farall is in the is in the complex itself, and there's a couple of little bars. So you're not isolated. You're ten minutes walk down to the beach. So if, for those that are looking for top standard accommodation, for, it's a, for again, it's a four star. For those that are looking for top standard accommodation, but looking for something a little bit. Sort of quieter from the point of view of being more spread out, yet having the the, the pool at the centre. Mm. That's what the Russia brand. It's one is. thing you will find with some of the nice layouts of accommodation. In order for the accommodation complex itself to have the space to breathe with lovely gardens and space, you will always be outside the town. Yeah. Like if someone says, "Oh, I want to be in the town," which is fine, then you will go to your apartment a block, block because they'll be stacked on top of each other. Mm. They have a nice pool area and a small garden. So what mm. you will, it's a trade off. So you'll be trade off your location. You'll walk out of your apartment complex and have all your bars and shop, shops and, and that on your doorstep. Mm. Whereas if you kind of go for a nice complex, don't think, "Oh, it's you know two, three kilometers outside the town is a little bit far." What you're actually getting in the layout of the complex, the peace and quiet. You're, remember, you're spending most of your day there or else you just pack up to the beach for the day and you will find with these complexes, you want to go off and find a beach, it won't be expensive in a taxi yeah, exactly. to find yeah, them. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. But it is, a, you know, 
uh, for people who are kind of thinking, don't be kind of put off if you see two or three kilometers outside because you usually find there are fabulous complexes. The mm. And complex. you will come back and you will say, that was far better being there, a little bit outside the town, than being right in the middle of the town in the, in the, in High, a, a, the bigger block. complex. Yeah. It works both for whatever people's needs are. But, and you know. and just, just not not far from the, the Russia Brava, there's uh, a couple of supermarkets. One was called, there was Aldi and then there was another one called Apollonia. Two big, huge supermarkets. So we literally, I mean, we were there for 10 nights. Did a big so shop. We've done a big shop. Mm-hmm. The first thing we've done mm. is went straight to the supermarket in a taxi, stocked up on water and, you know, cornflakes and, you know, um, chicken, Jones, beer and wine. Beer and wine, wine. Most <laughs> I was there. I was trying to leave that to last. Um, but stocking up, and where it's real helpful, having, having all these self-catering properties, what's great is, you know, we, we went and let out a couple of nights, mm. but, you know, the, the kids don't always, aren't great at restaurants sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can feed them you know, before you go out, you yeah. can give them a pizza, you can give them chicken nuggets, whatever it might be, or, you know, a bit of pasta. Um, or in the mornings, you know, all you, rather than going to a restaurant for, for, for breakfast, do your own. Mm. So that's where these really come into their and own. And you're sitting, again, it's, you're sitting on the balcony, yeah. having your breakfast in the sunshine, something you don't do at home. No. And that's all part of it. Like, you can go to a restaurant at home as well, but when you do maybe cook and you're sitting in your balcony, you're sitting chatting, and what will we do for the day? You're planning your day. We're going to the beach, we're we going to the pool. Yeah. And it's a nice family get together. Like, we know that children are up and doing their own thing and their faces in their phones all day long. <laughs> this is the time you sit down and you chat as a family. Or if you come back, what we used to do with, with when my boys were younger and we went away, we were, uh, we'd have breakfast on the balcony down to the pool. And then what I did was I would go back and set up lunch and they'd have the time to come back and have lunch. Now, this when they were younger. Yeah. And at that stage of the morning, they'd have a nap for an hour because oh, yeah. they recharge their batteries and they're ready to go in the afternoon. It was a way. And actually, that's, you know, one, two or three o'clock in the afternoon when you get the height of the sunshine. It was getting the of the intense heat, a little bit of a break and you're, you're, you're into the afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. We do the exact same even though I'm like 27. <laughs> Still you, you need that afternoon nap when it's super hot. Particularly when you're on holidays, yeah, the yeah. body shuts down. So, so that's that's the Rosh Bravo. So that is slightly high end. That is one of our, you know, much better four stars as such. So, those, you know, and it, so that is the, the better property. Mm. We'll get on to another four stars. Again, it's a four star called the Estrella de Vau down um, in, in Vau. Yeah, it's, it's Vau is sort of between... Uh, Prairie de Rocha and Alvor. Alvor. It's nearly yeah. equidistant. It's between, between the two. It's, of them. it's walkable between the two, and yeah. I, I haven't actually seen it myself. But mm. you know, you learn I also have. as well from customers because that it is an area people say, oh, "I'm going there." Oh, you, you know, oh, we've been there twice before. This is our third time. Yeah. And then I usually say, "Wait, will you tell me about it? Why do you pick that?" <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And they said, "Oh, it's a great complex, uh, nice and spread out. It is about a four-story high, small gardens, two pool areas." But what people like about it, it's a short walk down to the beach, but they say, we're not in the middle of a busy resort. Yeah. It's not what they want. Again, people do, they want people that peace don't. peace and quiet. But this is, you can walk into Alvor, you're probably to Russia. We walk in in the evening time, and this is people with buggies and everything mm-hmm. like that. Nice walk in, work up an appetite, have dinner, and then there's a short taxi ride home in the evening. Yeah, you know, th- this, is, this is one of our great value properties. Like, we get great rates, and we'll, we'll get on to something a little bit later about, about what we get from, from our ground handlers. But we get really good rates on, on our properties that we sell a lot of and mm. the Estrella de Vau really is one of them yeah huge is and again it's so secure because it's not in the centre of the resort it's you know it's, I, wouldn't, I don't think it's gated but it's so secure that it's really you know there's loads of space there's a little playground area there's a grass area where the, ki- the kids literally just go and sit again in their own little groups of five and six or whatever it might be couple of pool areas bar and restaurant entertainment at night time and stuff going on during the day 
It's a and proper down family by the beach problem. area, down by the Val Beach, is only 600 metres to the beach, and also in front of the beach, every little restaurants and everything there yeah. as well. Yeah, which is lovely, and I, I think having having Prey de Rocha one side and having Alvar the other, because Prey de Rocha is quite commercialised. It's, it's fairly, it's, yeah, it's real it's, busy and built up. Albufeira esque. It is ish, yeah. and then the but other again, side you've got in Alvar. those there mm-hmm. is some of the apartments, the high, you know, the high rise now, which are excellent for families mm-hmm. as well. Um, the people who want to be closer to the to the town, mm. so we've mm. one two bedrooms in those units and everything. So they're ideal. There's also buses. There's actually a, there's a bus that goes by the Estrella de Vau and that'll take you into either Alvor or Opera de Rocha yeah. as well as well. And then again, taxis are very cheap yeah. down there. They're all big and Mercedes. And it's not too far from Portimao either, if you wanted to do. No, Portimao is a big a bigger it's, city. It's, a, it's like it's a city. A city. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a local it's, city. Yeah, it's, it's a lovely place to go for a bit of bus, shopping. Yeah, mm. highly recommend. And on it. the other side as well, you know, just moving on, just while we're there, like there's other there's another Lagash, which is another little town further yeah. on. Again, there there's lovely family, the the Marina Club, which is a lovely family complex, high end again, lovely area. Just behind that. Um, you know, we've uh, another property, the Vita Sol. Mm. They're kind of slightly elevated position, but they're in a big apartment blocks, bit the three star, maybe a bit plainly or but again, big gardens, big pool. Again, for families, quiet if you want that, but yet you're not too far away from everything. So there's a mix of everything. We yeah. offer the, the the you know the high end, the middle end, and uh, more budget end. Budget yeah, end. yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, yeah. as we talk about some of the regulars and favourites, but we've. Everything to suit everybody. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's the Algarve covered now as well. So next one I'm going to move on to is Costa del Sol. And this property, everyone knows. Sunset Beach Club. Um, it is an amazing four-star property. Um, it's about a kilometre outside of the Bella Medina it's, Harbour. It's at the very exactly. If you're looking mm. at Bella Medina, the kind of... you've Well, the way in Costa del Sol, people know, you've got Torremolinas, which runs into Bella Medina. And at the very, very end of the promenade, you've got the Sunset Beach sitting there. So the beauty about it is it's not in the middle of the hustle and bustle yeah. again, but yes, the hustle and bustle is on your doorstep mm. when you want it. But it's just at the tail end. You come out of the complex, you're to start the promenade walk and suddenly walk down to the harbour, shops, restaurants and everything. But um, as it's it's on the beach, four star. Again, it's it's an Irish involvement as well. I think Irish yeah, investment. that's right, yeah. And yeah. big on the Irish market, but there's lots of entertainment and everything on it. My... Um, uh, relations went down there and I think my, my nephew like, he was down there he was 17, 18 and we said oh God, he's going at a bit of loose end and they met he met pals didn't see them all day long yeah. and yet with other kids and family so mm. it's something for everybody of all ages yeah and, and what's very important in, in these complexes particularly something like the Sunset Beach Club is the entertainment is all tailored to the Irish mm. the, the, the staff all know what the Irish want the food is you know Chips, beans, and eggs, and, and there's things like, like that. It's, you know, a bakery it's re- and stuff on site. Yeah, there yeah, sunset. and the, you know the, the the entertainment area. There's an indoor entertainment area. There's an outdoor entertainment area. Um, it is just family, Irish family heaven. Mm. Is is the Sunset Beach Club? Bell Medina is Bell Medina. The lovely port area, and um, there's tons of bars and restaurants. It's actually, very close to, um, to the Sunset Beach. There's a there's a lovely little restaurant. It's La Cala, I think it's called La Cala Seafood. Very close, literally a couple of minutes away. And then when, as you're walking into Bella Medina, you've got the, it's they start. You'll see Burger King and McDonald's and all that. Um, and then you come to the the Hapenny Bridge sort of bar and restaurant. The so the Hapenny Bridge, yeah, yes. bar and restaurant. Um, that's that, that's within walking distance to the Sunset Beach. So that's as you're heading into Bella Medina. So again, it is very, very Irish. The Irish love it. And the, it has everything, pools, entertainment, you know, it has absolutely everything that an Irish family would want. Yeah. Okay, so that's um, that's Costa del Sol. Uh, we're going to move on to now uh, Salou. 
and two parts of Salou. We've got the property that me and Alan saw a couple of weeks ago and a couple of months ago at this stage, uh, the Sai Holiday Centre, mm-hmm. CYE. CYE. Yeah, CYE Holiday Centre. Um, and we'll, we spoke about camping before, but we'll speak about camping briefly because we've done a, we a whole podcast on it. Check that one out. Um, so, Alan, the Sai. Well, what I liked about the Sai, now, it is um, more of a high rise, but I think it was only about five floors high. But yeah. it's just at the back of the town. And, you know, when you come out of it, you're not actually, some apartments are not above bars and restaurants in it, but you're literally about 200 metres, 300 metres into bar shops and restaurants, and then you're onto the seafront. Yeah. The area around, there was a little bit of few residents, a little car park crossroads, so it was a quieter area. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. But the facilities they had for children and everything like that, activities they have a little area where they do football and archery and table tennis and pool. Then they have a games room, yeah. and they have also have a mini club as well for younger children. And we know the day we visited there, they had children in, they were doing face painting, they had costumes all lay out yeah. they were doing kind of a little drama mm. Halloween thing but yeah. yeah but it was you could see they were they put they put a bit of effort in it's not you go in and the kids entertain themselves they were they they're had, really engaged yeah, with the the, their chapter look at it's pride that they they, they want yeah. to do something we, for them we were that, actually you know? and I'm sure you'll agree with me we were pleasantly surprised because we I was, didn't know what to expect from the Sai Holiday Centre because you know, we would would have been selling it. It does sell very well for us. But we're looking at it going, I wonder what this place is like. Really surprised. And what was good as well, actually, the little um, twist on it was when we arrived, um, we were really, really early and they weren't expecting us at that time. Mm. Um, so sometimes when, when us travel agents get, get brought around to, to properties, yeah. it stays. Mm. In, in some cases, they'll, they'll show you the best rooms and the best this and everything is so the fact that they were in a way not ready for us at that time and I think they were taught we were coming the next day actually um, was great because we saw see the real side we saw the real side and we saw it as as clients would see it which was which was unusual but it was good for us to see I mean, really there was quite a few people checking in as well and just we were kind of waiting to see some because they were busy mm. we just stood back and the staff were lovely the way they were dealing with the people yeah. are very friendly and smiley and mm. very informative and everything you know and so. lovely the, the restaurant area right so the pool was lovely. The pool uh, recently got renovated, the, the whole complex. And um, so the pool area was lovely. Decking and it's a small it. pool, but yeah. it obviously serves the purpose now because you're literally about two, three hundred metres. You come out and this is straight down past shops and restaurants, yeah. across the main road and you're on the beach. So I timed it when we walked out of the reception to, to head down to the promenade beach area. It was six minutes. Actually, so it's six, it's six minutes watch and you're, you're right then on the beach and that is pretty much the start but of the prom into the, into the centre of Again mentioning it's good to be that a couple of minutes walk to bar shops recipe because you know sometimes you do see complex you're mm-hmm. passing by that the apartment block is built and on the ground floor mm-hmm. you have a bar and a restaurant and that can be a bit noisy in the evening and if Salou you're is a very young children. busy resort as well yeah, so it's, it's nice to be that, that bit away It's commercial but it's not, you know, it's not bad we spoke about it in the camping episode already about Salou Um but it's you know it's nice it's it is commercialized it is busy but you don't forget you've got Cambrils the other way and there's a bus that connects them all and obviously the big thing about about Salou Port is Port Portaventura yeah. theme park so you know it Which is it's only like twenty minute walk or so is it? oh you wouldn't probably you certainly walk wouldn't walk it from, from the side but the it's bus w- it's walkable but it is know, the walkable, bus go around yeah. but it's just, yeah. a, it's just it's a long avenue up, uh, up okay. to it and that you know because mm. it's space wise but, but it's not because the yeah. bus the bus that goes you you take your six minute walk down to the beach from from the side holiday center and the bus goes by there and bring mm, you in in okay. five minutes probably yeah. um, but that I mean like some people want to stay in Port Aventura and stay in the hotels close by. But, you know, a cheaper way to do it is to stay in, stay in the Sai Holiday Centre. Like you're not going to spend every resort. day going to a team park. No, you're not. So you do, you're you not. go to the Sai and you might buy a two-day pass. And you could yep. do, uh, you know, beginning of your holiday, in two or three days you get your bearings, you do a day, let, enjoy the road, and then go back a few days later. 
and um, do another day in, yeah. in the theme park. Especially if you're going June, July, August when it's peak heat and peak season, it would be too hot to be yeah. in the theme park every day. It's mm. nice to be exactly. a bit away and from it. And as well, if you do one or two days throughout the week and that, you know, you plan your day, make sure one day is keep away from any um, holidays time, you know, you know, mm. with the Spanish holidays, because obviously the Spanish are going in, it's just make the park is going to be a lot busier than that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Just and just adding on there with Salou, just cyber focus, and just add on another one to the listing there. There's another lovely property we sell a lot of, is the uh, the Festival Village. Yeah, and that's and that's to do it all inclusive. Now, it's just a little bit outside there, it's the La Pina, the La Pineda side yeah, of Salou, yeah, but yeah. it's all inclusive, and again. Excellent feedback because sometimes people go all inclusive, they're a little bit wary of it, yeah. but they've got excellent feedback of, from adults actually yeah. that went down there, not a family, they just like the all inclusive and they said it was superb. And that, yeah. you know. So we're going to touch on camping a little bit now because we've already done a camping um, podcast, so we're not going to go too much in detail, but just to say, um, to it's me, <laughs> camp, camping was, was my find of this year as in was my biggest surprise this year that when we went down and said particularly playing Montrage I loved and as you said earlier on that my favourite family holiday will be camping mm. that's what I'm looking at now for 2019 mm. my own is to go down to play Montrage um, it's just amazing all these properties we spoke about today it, exactly. Alan, Alan we're, we're saying about well. the sands beach with all the swimming pools and activities the cost of sale the way they're all laid out uh, like the camp the camping sites with, with your mobile home they're fully equipped but it's actually you, what the camping hall is is apart from your mobile home and away it's the facilities yeah. facilities facilities entertainment yeah. children from up early in the morning to late at night they're entertained so like let's face it as parents you know, we uh, we go on a holiday. The first thing is making sure the kids are entertained. Because yeah. there's nothing when you go to a place. There's nothing to do. You have a child in your face all day long, moaning and groaning. When they're kind of, can I go here? Can I go there? I'm off there, not there. They're, they're gone, and they're into, and they come back and they're they're worn out, and they've they've just they've had a holiday. They meet friends, as as mm. and yeah. I was saying there, um, meeting a friend all those years ago, yeah. in Port- and that's what people remember. They and remember it means the mum and dad get to have a holiday go. as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we all know, once children are happy and they're full of beans and everything is going great, from the holiday's going great. But that's, yeah. I think, what the camping really brought home to me is that the campsite has everything put together. Of all those resort properties we spoke about, um, the Russia Brava and the, the Sands Beach and Sunset Beach, to me, playing Montrage and, and the campsites, they've got all of that yeah. in, in, in one place. So that, that's what really blew me away. Um, about about the campsite so um, if anyone that's really interested go and have a listen to the camping episode mm. of, of our podcast because it's that goes into more detail fate, isn't it Stephen it's that change of pattern of a holiday yep. that you kind of say um, oh I don't know if I'd like it look you go on it you enjoyed it or you don't if it wasn't for you you will have enjoyed it but it may not be your thing mm. and the following year you just go back to the regular holidays yeah. you do I would just encourage people particularly say children of an age maybe from five, I mean all age but to get the best out of it is kind of when they're that little bit more active probably yeah. from five, six, seven upwards to you know to their teens. to their teens early yeah. teens and that mm-hmm. and that's then where they get the, the, the full benefit of it it's like nearly also you know not to, like a ski holiday people say if you've never been on a ski holiday or done, and you go on a ski holiday wow you know there's a lot more involved in it they are much more expensive mm-hmm. but it's just that the activities the you kind of you try it and you know people say once you go on it you're hooked on it you know yeah, you can but yeah. like that the camping and you alternate you go one year camping the next year you can go back so to nice. your apartment complex mm. next year or so or close yeah. you know yeah, mix it up yeah but definitely um, 
ca- camping is something people really should start uh, you know, and we've a great range there and the one we've actually seen hopefully we will see more of the, the more sp- sites within Spain yeah. and particularly in France in now France, France France are the main camping zones. They yeah. kind of, I think the Spanish picked it up from the French. I mm. think the French were the initial kind of camping holidays. And the sites that we have on, on our website and in France are just the four or five star and the facilities you have in them are, are second to none. Yeah, and it's great because our staff haven't been down there now to the, to the ones in Spain. Hopefully we'll get down to some of them in France Makes next great year. Excuse <laughs> you hear, are we hearing that now? Yeah. The staff need to get down. <laughs> staff need a little trip. So that's, Eleanor, that's all the, um, obviously we do tons and tons and tons and tons more properties in, in mm. all resorts. We do tons more resorts. So this is only touching um, the top picks. Scratching the surface of what we do. It is sort of the top picks of the, of the resorts and the properties mm. that we that But we, we would be able to on sales like a lot of the other accommodation we have you know to go through what the benefits of each individual apartments are. Mm. As I say some of the benefits are they're right in the middle of the town that you know might be a busy area but you know when you have a family with say maybe teens that are in the 16, 17, 18 and they fine well they're old enough to go on a venture can to go into town that evening themselves or whatever they do that we have properties that will suit that uh, type of family. So there's literally a type of accommodation that will suit all needs, both uh, facility-wise and on the pocket. So, you know, if people have a budget, we will find something that will yeah, suit. Yeah, and that's, that's just getting back to the thing as well. <clears throat> you know, have a look at our website, have a look at all the properties, but the, the sales staff are there 362 days a year. Yeah, um, they'll be able to talk you through absolutely. your budget, what you want, and find the right property for you. They will find you. the right one for you. That's 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 their job, and that's what they're good at. That's what they're brilliant at. Mm. Very good. Thank okay. you very much, Stephen. Welcome. Thank you, Alan. You're welcome. Okay, so today we have neither a clicking nor someone from the travel industry as our interviewee. We're very excited to have an award-winning, best-selling novelist to join us on the podcast. In the office with Eleanor and I is Sinead Moriarty. Sinead is an author of a whopping 13 books, including The Secret Sisters Keep, A Perfect Match, and her latest book, Our Secrets and Lies. She's a winner of the Irish Book Award in 2015 with The Way We Were, a regular Irish book chart hopper, and weekly comic columnist with the Irish Independent. Morning, Good tonight. Good morning. Thank you so much for taking your <laughs> time out in this, this busy week just before Christmas to uh, join the Click and Go podcast. So we'll start with the same question that we always ask all of our interviewees. Where's your favourite destination? Um, I think I'd probably have to say Paris, which I know probably isn't very exotic or exciting, but um, I studied French in university and then I went to live in Paris for a couple of years. Yeah. And it's just the most, in my opinion, the most beautiful, inspiring, amazing city in the world. Now, I do think it helps that I spoke French because Parisians are notoriously unfriendly and quite rude. Um, so being able to communicate makes life a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Um, but interestingly, I went back recently with the kids and um, they're much more... Um, Open friendly and open to tourists I think sadly because they've had such a tough time okay. um, with terrorist attacks so they're definitely much more friendly and make much more of an effort but um, I, it's beautiful I think sorry but when you when you're there do you stay in the city centre or would you go yeah. outskirts you say city no centre? I stay in the city centre because I like I love walking around cities you know okay. I think it's the best way to see it yeah. and the thing about Paris is you just, you just you just wander around and around every corner is some magnificent building with an amazing history so it's a great city to walk around it has everything culture yeah. art food, food yeah. <laughs> wine F- food, yeah. food is something that it's our favourite topic yeah. I don't know we're doing a travel podcast but actually most of the time it should be a food podcast oh, yeah. with the, the, the times we talk it's very about. important it's very, very important, important. particularly on holidays how to experience um, the culture of a place yeah, yeah but it does yeah. it does in so, so many different destinations you've got different types of food and 
this is something we talk about all the time as well. Yeah. Anytime anyone goes away and they go to the Irish bar, that really annoys us. Oh, what's the you point? Know, or go, yeah. go and, going to a restaurant eating steak, you've got to get into the, yeah. into the local Paris, cuisine. Eat some snails, drink some wine. Yeah, frog's legs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll have the wine when I leave out the snails. <laughs> um, so, again, another thing that we always mention, Sinead, is a bucket list destination. So, do you have a mm. bucket list destination? I do. I, would, I have this um, kind of vision. Uh, <laughs> that I would love to go on safari, but specifically I want to do the um, the sunrise balloon ride. Balloon. You know, you go up in a hot air yeah. balloon and you watch the animals waking up. I just think that oh, would be wow. magical. That would that, be spectacular. That's, that's one of my bucket list things. I just think it'd be amazing. I mean, I'd be slightly terrified going up in a hot air balloon, to be honest, but just to get that view of the planes and the animals animals waking up, I just think it would be awesome. Yeah, it yeah. would be. That's actually oh, my book of this one as yeah. well, was, was the South African safari. Mm. But to try on top of that, uh, I never thought of that, actually, the balloon. Yeah. yeah, a friend of mine did it, and she said it was it was kind of one of those things you'll never forget. Once in a lifetime experience. So uh, I need to start saving, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that, that, that would definitely yeah. be it. In fact, I think two or three people have said um, the South African safari. Ra- uh, Rachel from our long haul team yes. is only just back, back from oh. a safari from in South Africa. What was? South Africa, okay. mm. It was a, I think a two week, if oh, not longer amazing. than that. All the way from Cape Town up, and she was a noise man. And so that, and some of the pictures oh, were wow. just fab. It's a time to go as well. Yeah, we were yeah, all delighted yeah. when she was back in the office, so we didn't have to look at her photos on <laughs> yeah, Facebook we were anymore. Sick of her <laughs> photos, yeah. Oh, yeah, that always happens. Um, so, look, when you go on holidays, do you get to read books? Yeah, I mean, I just. And what type of read? For me, reading is relaxation. So, mm. um, I read, I've always read a huge amount, but since I became an ambassador for the Eason's um, Sinead and Rick Book Club, um, I actually now read just boxes and boxes of books <laughs> arrived at the house every day. So I'm kind of I'm reading a season ahead. Okay. So it's great because I can give people really good recommendations of what's coming out. So yeah. yeah, I read a huge amount. I think holidays I do tend to kind of maybe lean more towards sort of thrillers and um, you know sort of contemporary fiction. Um, yeah. Whereas I probably read more read more literary fiction and stuff during the year. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, I mean I just think I think reading is the best way to relax. To be honest with you. Yeah, um, I, I was listening to to yourself and Rick's recommendations. And one I'm getting myself for Christmas is the Andy Lee one. Oh, it's brilliant. Is it good? It's yeah. absolutely brilliant, yeah. I mean, I'm not that in, into, into boxing, but it is an absolutely, like, spellbinding read. Mm. Um, he's just such an interesting guy. You know, he had such a, you know, he came here, he's a, he's a traveller kid, he didn't, yeah. have, didn't have many opportunities, left school at 14, but, you know, ended up going to Detroit to the very famous Kronk gym and just, you know, became a world champion but his 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 journey is amazing it's so interesting and he's so together he's yeah, a really I'm interesting guy really looking forward if I get the chance to read that yeah over, over I highly recommend it um, another one that I read was Paul O'Connell's oh yeah um, that's very good I found it so uh, motivating in a way yeah because, but he's so critical of himself I know yeah and he's so so tough on himself. Hard could, on himself I could yeah. relate to it in certain ways but I, that was another great read yeah. so I'm really looking forward to the Andy Lee one that's brilliant really honestly it's brilliant um, so um, have you decided where you're going to go on holidays for next year? Have you thought about it yet? Well, yes, we haven't told the kids yet, but we are taking them to America for the first time. Now, the first time I went to America, I was 30, so they're very lucky. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're going to take them to New York for Easter. Um, but they don't know yet. I'm not going to tell them until closer to the time. So I think it's going to be very exciting for them. And also to see it through their eyes yeah. um, kind of brings it back to life again. There's just something about New York. I mean, I'm, as I said, I was 30 the first time I went, but like I remember just in my yellow cab going towards Manhattan just thinking there's such a sense of optimism and can do and you just feel mm. you can take over the world 
I just think it's amazing. Obviously, at the moment, America's going through a, you know, a, a funny phase with um, the current administration, but I think <laughs> New York is kind of a bubble anyway. So. Yeah. Mm, I was in New York, you may know, um, earlier in May this year, and it is hugely family orientated. Like, again, yeah. took us by surprise. I didn't think Jamie was going to, you know, there's going to be loads for him. Yeah. There was absolutely tons for him. So actually, we, I must get some tips for you. Do you have a Have a listen to our podcast. Yes. <laughs> we, we, we do, there's actually t- the previous podcast um, that we've done was Manhattan, and oh. it was more outside. It was Manhattan, but it was also outside, outside. Manhattan. Okay. But yeah, I'll give you all the tips. Yeah. Have a listen to the podcast. Yeah. They're, they're, they're Great really on family, family tips. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's brilliant. There's loads there. I'll tell you all about them. Um, so obviously, you've got a family. Do you get to go away without them? Girly breaks or um, away with the hubby for a romantic break or anything like that? Yeah, I try and do something, even if it's just a night away in a, in a, like a hotel in, in, in Ireland yeah. with, with girlfriends. And then um, rugby actually is very handy because we actually go away for a lot of the rugby, rugby internationals. So we're going, myself and my husband are going to Rome um, in February. So that's great. It's a good way to get yeah, away. Yeah, it is actually. And I, I'm not even going to the match, I'm ashamed to say, because the match is on Sunday. I'm actually, we're going on Friday, I'm flying home on Sunday morning. <laughs> So uh, for me, it's just kind of room, really. Um, yeah, it's just, a, again, another beautiful city just to walk around. Mm, it's mm. And it's so compact, the centre, you know, it's actually quite small. Yeah, every corner you turn, every yeah. time you turn around a corner, there's yeah. Trevi Fountain, there's the Coliseum, yeah. there's the Pantheon. Yeah, did it, what yeah. an amazing city. It's amazing. Could happily go on holidays to Italy every year. I know, great shopping as well. Mm. Yeah, you look, how, how do you decide where you're going to go? It's pretty random, really. I mean, I, I love talking to people about travel, so I often, I often get like kind of advice and tips. I have a couple of friends who are really good and more, more adventurous probably than I am, and they're kind of good for sort of tips and recommendations. Yeah. Um, budget, obviously, is a big thing. Yeah, true. Um, so it depends on that. But um, the best holiday, a family holiday I've been on, is uh, I went camping. My husband wasn't around this summer, he was studying, so I took the kids camping. To be honest with you, I was dreading it a bit, um, but uh, I googled best campsite in Europe and this campsite kept coming up, Marina di Venezia. Yeah. Yeah. So you fly to Venice and then it's, a, it's a, like an hour transfer on a bus. It's 10,000 people. So if I was thinking, Jesus, like, am I gonna, are they going to get lost? Am I going to be able to find them? So I was a bit nervous about the whole thing. So I booked a mobile home and it was, I'd say, one of the best holidays we've ever had. Yeah. There was so much entertainment for the kids. I got to sit down and read my book. The beach was beautiful. It was the cleanest place I've ever been. You could actually eat your dinner <laughs> off the toilets. It was unbelievably clean. There was everything. There was restaurants, bars, juice bars, cafes. There was a hairdresser. I mean, uh, there was entertainment every night, really high quality entertainment. We had an absolute ball. Yeah. They had loads of freedom. It was, I mean, I have to say, I've been telling everyone about it. It's brilliant. Isn't it gas to misconception with, with Camp and Hall? Yeah. We were speaking earlier and just saying that, you know, we sell camping holidays now, and I went on a fam trip camping camping holiday yeah. in, in um, October. Blew me away. Yeah. Really couldn't mm. believe. You know, the, first of all, the standard of the mobile homes. Yes. When people think camping, they think that you're given a tent and you're put up yeah. in the mountain somewhere. It's nothing like that. The facilities were unbelievable. I couldn't believe the facilities, yeah. but I couldn't believe how clean it was. It was just, it was spotless. Yeah. Um. I, I you know, with all those people, the pool was spotless, the beach was spotless. It was, I, it was just amazing. And there's this amazing fireworks display. It was such, it was honestly probably the best and easiest holiday I've ever been on yeah. with the kids because we were all happy. And um, and we just, you know, we got into it. We did this, you know, the cheesy camp song dance every day <laughs> and, you know, embraced the cheese. And it was great. It was and the kids really loved good it. Fun. They absolutely loved it. Yeah. Yeah, it was just so easy. Would you go again this year, next year? I'd probably, I'd probably go somewhere else, but, um, <laughs> but I definitely would go there. And actually, it's a brilliant place, I think, for somebody, um, you know, who's on their own. 
because it's very safe like I was yeah. saying a friend of mine's recently separated and I was saying to her so she's, she's looking at going with her kids you know it's very easy mm. you don't you know if you're on your own very safe very easy and you know you, your kids get the freedom that they wouldn't have somewhere else yeah so like, it's great for families but it's actually also great for single people yeah yeah. No, we, we, we loved it and again there is another episode on, on camping on, on the click and go um, now I know you and Rico, uh, Ricochet have announced your Eastern Sponsor Reads for the winter but are, have you got any good stocking fitters both for adults mm. and kids well I've just finished Michelle Obama's book um, which Phenomenal. I loved yeah. yeah it's brilliant isn't it I just think she's um, she's so inspiring and just um you know, she she writes herself. She's a, she's you know a very good writer, but also she's very honest, which I loved. You know, I mean, she's very honest about the fact that she resented having to give up her career so that he could shine. And you know, I think women can really relate to that. And um, just really fascinating insight into what it's like trying to bring up kids in the White House. For example, if they went on a play date, it was they had you know the security had to go to the house yeah. of a friend to go through the whole. It was just so much hassle. So they used to just have play dates in the White House because it was just easier. You know, and Barack went to um, the daughters parent-teacher meeting and it was the whole cavalcade and then they had you know, snipers on the roof of the school and she said dad please don't come to the next one it's just couldn't happen <laughs> so you know just, just those kind of things you know try, you know, she, they tried so hard to give their children a normal uh, quote-unquote you know childhood and they seem to have managed to bring up two very you know um, together sensible girls yeah. despite all the hoopla around yeah them. there must have been something you know, much gone around they, they went through their teenage years in the White House it's very tricky yeah but anyway I was just I found that I found it fascinating and I really enjoyed that um, I think my Irish book of the year I have to say would be Emily Pine's Notes to Self um, it's a series of essays which might put some people off but it's just absolutely amazing 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 couldn't put it down um, for kids, hmm, so many good books for kids. I read a beautiful book actually, which is uh, it's a kids book, but it's also kind of slightly crossover book, which is called From the Distance Between Me and the Cherry Tree. Okay. And it's about a little girl who has this um, kind of very rare disease where she's going blind. So as the book goes along, she, the world's getting darker and darker. Okay. But it's very it's very uplifting. It's all about you know what really matters in life yeah. and. Um, you know how she, how she's going to make the best life she can even though she's going blind and it's really poignant because the author has the same genetic disease because okay. she's going blind herself so it's just really beautiful and very kind of um i suppose what's life all about yeah you know? so that's that was that's a lovely one for kids actually. i think that's a great christmas one because mm. it might yeah. just put kids giving kids a little bit of perspective, perspective yeah. yeah on life that you know there's yeah. always and i keep telling my young ladies all the time yeah. there's always kids worse off than you yeah. so maybe reading and he jamie loves reading Oh, that's great. Loves, loves reading. Yeah. So that might be one on, on uh, his stocking list. Our lighter, funnier one would be Wimpy Kid. Obviously, the new Wimpy Kid is out, which I think all kids love as he well. He has about so. 20 of them. They're <laughs> great. They're <laughs> great. You know, and anything that gets kids reading is, is brilliant as far as I'm concerned. Finally, have you any books lined up? I have just delivered um, the my book number 14 brilliant. last week, which is why I was under pressure. <laughs> uh, and um, I'm hoping it won't come back again. I think there was a sixth edit that I sent in. So, yeah, so that's that should be out in May. May. Yeah, all going well. Brilliant. So, yeah, so it's exciting. Well, we look forward to that. Very exciting. Um, Sinead, thanks so much for taking the time out to come in and visit us on the Click and Go podcast. Um, really appreciate it. Thanks. That's it for this week on the Click and Go Travel Podcast. Thanks to Stephen and Alan for the resort report and thanks to Sinead for coming in for a little interview. And as always, thank you for listening. Our January sale is in full swing, so make sure to check out clickandgo.com to find your next sun, camping, city, USA, worldwide or cruise holiday. 
Stephen and I hope you've been enjoying the podcast and the destinations that we've been covering. If you have any questions or suggestions, drop us an email at podcast at clickandgo.com. If you've enjoyed this episode, please rate or leave a review, share it and spread the word. Next week, we'll have our first mini episode and we'll be talking about different sun destinations throughout the month of January. Until then, goodbye.